know that there break down the different kings of the beginning from the
He will remind us. He told you these things. And in the it's like to That is what living. So we hallelujah. It's Holy Spirit. 
It's through obedience. I didn't earn anything but because of obedience. And I was not always obedient. But I'm just saying, I had to let them know, like, you know what? No. I need to tell you today. When you see 50 and you still running strong for God, meaning that you have left everything in everybody, even your children. And you know we love our children. We love them, babies. But you got to forsake some for God. I had to tell them, you know what? If nobody didn't come back and thank you, I'm thanking you today. Thank you for installing the training that the Holy Spirit told you to install in me. The love, the obedience, because I'm your fruit today. I'm their fruit. I'm their fruit, y'all. If they don't see any other fruit, I'm a look at, I'm standing here. I'm the fruit. If you don't see no other apple on that tree. No, this apple on that tree. Still running after God like crazy. But I had to tell them thank you. Because if it was not for that, how would I ever present, even though there was many more behind them. But I'm talking about there was the beginning because when I came out the street, they're the ones who opened their arms to me and didn't judge me. When I was living any kind of way. I was sitting on 20s, y'all. Hard 20s. Wheels, tires, not drugs at that time. Was doing very well in real estate. Top sale, top producer. Doing good. Money, house, big house. And one day, one day, I found God. And not that I lost it all, but I was willing to forsake it all. Because I wanted to follow Jesus. How can I help the people I help if I never lost it all? How can I have a heart for those if I never went through? So I had to really thank them. I have nothing to say where I come from or what I've done or what I've accomplished because that's not important. But what is important, I'm speaking right now. We got to preach to them the kingdom of God and teach them about the Lord Jesus Christ with boldness. You can't come to them and say, pray for me when God sent you to minister to them. God know we need prayer. I need prayer. You know how many times I want to tell y'all, I can come just to come to the house and say, you know what, it's going to come to your house and just stay there for a week and just lay there and cry. Hey, you don't even know, man. I want it, but I got to keep going. Amen. Many times I just want to call and say, oh, just, but I got to keep going. But there is a time that I do come and I do re- release it though, because you don't want to hold it because that could be very dangerous. But there's a time and season for that. For you to come. And God give you those right ones that you can confine it to. Because you can't confine it to everybody. Because everybody that say they're in church and everybody that say they're a leader, your business is everywhere. They call somebody and say, well, we're going to pray for so-and-so. And then everything is out. If you're going to pray for so-and-so, you ain't got to tell me what I'm praying for. If I'm led by Holy Spirit, when we begin to pray, they gonna, the Holy Spirit going to show me. And when I begin to pray for it, you're going to know I'm with God. Because you're going to say, I didn't even tell you what to pray for. But you're going to know that I'm really with God. But we tell everybody when we pray.
cannot be answered sometimes because who we tell it don't have faith. They have doubt. And they're already thinking in their mind vain imaginations. And then they're unclean. They're not clean. I'm in teacher mode. But we must teach them, y'all. You got to be bold and quite openly and without being molested or hindered. Amen. You can't be hindered in it. Because at the same time, his personality, he teaches. John 14 and 26. He strives with sinners. Genesis 6 and 3. He comforts. Acts 9 and 31. He helps our infirmities. Romans 8 and 26. Is grieved. Ephesians 4 and 30. And is resisted. Acts 7 and 51. Amen. The Holy Spirit works. Let me tell you. Also in the marketplace. He create jobs. He create businesses. For us to do what? Divinely connect. Because it's so many people that's rich. Got money. But no light. No peace. No joy. When they see you. They looking at you like. Ugh. And you like. Do you know what I'm going through? And they want what you got. And you like. Well you got the. But you got the joy. You got the life. You got the peace. That money ain't nothing. Because you can have everything and still be miserable. I remember going through one part of my life and the Lord blessed me with everything. But I had nobody to share it with. And that could be the most loneliest thing. You have accomplished and achieved so much and now it's time for you to reap and now you're blessed. Who could you share it with? The Holy Spirit works in the marketplace. He works. He renews us. He renews us. And he also convicts us. That's what I love about it. Because I ain't got to tell you to pull down your skirt. After a while, you'll wear a longer skirt. Because that's how I was delivered. You know, I come out of the world. I came in with a ponytail, orange ponytail, mini skirt, shirt hanging off my shoulder. Praise the Lord. Come on now. And the men, you know, they say, but they still human. Come on. Toes was out. Toes was painted real cute. Come on now. Some of them wasn't doing They was delivered from fetish for the feet. Now you coming in with those feet. Now come on. Temptation. Come on y'all. I'm teaching. So the Lord. So it has to. The Holy Spirit convicted me. So I love back then how the old. The mothers you know. You know back. They didn't come and say baby. You know you need to put on some clothes nowadays. You need to put on some clothes or. Look at so-and-so. Girl, why would she come into church like that? No, we don't do that. Guess what they did? When they sat next to me, I was sitting next to a mother. And I remember, I just got into leadership. I was a minister, which I was already a minister. I got licensed as a minister at the church. And my skirt was here. Then I had on a nice top, but it was sleeveless. You know, as women, you know, you want to wear a jacket. You know, look nice, you know. Um, because I'm representing, I'm a leader now. I'm not just a regular, you know. And the, the mother that sat next to me, she had her um, shawl. And we was praising the Lord and everything. And I sat down. And then she just took, she ain't say nothing. She just took her shawl and just put it over my shoulder. Didn't say a word. And I'm telling you, ever since that day, the next day, I'll never forget. I went to the thrift store, 
Brought me about five skirts. They went from here to all the way down here. Brought me some stockings. Brought me a skirt. Brought me some suit jackets. I probably was overdressed. That's when the spirit of religion tried to jump on me because I felt like I was too covered. But then the Lord said, no, be free. But at the same time, be modest. Just make sure, be careful what you wear because everybody ain't saved that say they saved. So as we, we are ambassadors of Christ, so we got to represent Christ. I didn't realize that. I didn't, I did not realize that even like just when I go out and everything, I have to be very careful what I'm wearing because I'm still a pastor. I may be in Walmart. I mean, it ain't like I'm addressing some hills and all like that, but why not? Because I'm representing the kings of kings. He may come in Walmart. I don't want to look any kind of way. He can come any day. I want to look presentable to my king. I want to crash my crown to my king in beauty. So sometimes women, we go out the house with rags on our hair. We just run out the house. We never know. An opportunity may be right at the door. We just run out the house looking any kind of way or we having a bad day. No. I remember I was in this place of depression, anxiety. I remember I had to go back and I had to start looking through the picture albums. And when I was looking through the picture albums, I was seeing all my awards. I was seeing all my accomplishments. Then my spirit began to speak to myself. Then I began to look in the mirror and I took the picture and looked in the mirror and said, no, I would not be depressed. No, I would not do this. I am more than a conqueror. So I would have to keep looking through the picture album to see my accomplishments. Then I have to go look in the mirror and look at myself and say, you know what? No, I need to do my hair. No, I need to do this. No, let me. I ain't working, but let me put on some clothes. Even though I was working from home, I would still come downstairs with just my robe on and some house shoes. No, I am at work, so I need to dress up like I'm at work. Just because I work from home, don't mean that I can look like how I go to sleep at home. So I would get myself up, dress up like I'm going outside, and I'm telling you, opportunities begin to come. People begin to come to to to, to my house, not unexpected. What happened if I was in my robe? So you got to prepare yourself for the not yet. That's what faith is. It's just like this. You don't have a vehicle. God been telling you, do this, do this. Rest. He will sometimes take your car for you to rest. That car will break down for you to rest. We be like, the devil just keep. No. God said, I told you to rest. So what he'll do is, you will still get to wherever you got to go, but you just won't take yourself. <laughs> so he said, just still get up and get ready. Your ride will be there soon. Come on now. That's the faith I'm talking about, y'all. The time is now. Amen, y'all. This was getting good. We got to close on up. But I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit is truly a convictor. He will convict you. So he convicted me. He convicted me, like I said. He set me free so I wouldn't go turn into a religion, tradition, you know. And I remember, you know, after all of that, I said, wow, how God just revealed. So he showed me how to dress and he showed me what to wear, what not to wear. And then I'm still free because I don't cover up like, you know, like, oh, you know, I got to put on a sheet or a comforter. But I'm respectful, you know. And I remember my apostle, she told me, she said, God is going to change your wardrobe. It's going to be international. And I tell you, she never said it just like Holy Spirit showed me. And my whole wardrobe have changed. And not only have it changed for me, but I'm also selling international clothing. So God is a God that will convict us but change us so that he can be glorified and that we can represent him. So we got to be careful what we wear and also what we say. Because people are looking and watching us, y'all. 
They're watching us. So we have to be very careful on how we're representing God. Amen. The Holy Spirit helps us to regenerate. The Holy Spirit is indwelled in us. The Holy Spirit anoints us. The Holy Spirit guides us. The Holy Spirit empowers us. The Holy Spirit has sanctified us. The Holy Spirit bear witness for us. It comforts us. It gives us joy. It gives us discernment. Amen. Let me go back. The Holy Spirit regenerate us. John 3, 3 through 5. The Holy Spirit indwelling us. Romans 8 and 11. The Holy Spirit anoints us. 1 John 2, 20 through 27. The Holy Spirit guides us. John 16 and 13. The Holy Spirit empowers us. Micah 3 and 8. The Holy Spirit sanctifies us. Romans 15 and 16. The Holy Spirit bear witness for us. Romans 8 and 16. And Hebrews 10 and 15. And it comforts us, John 4, 16 and 26, 1 John. It gives joy, Romans 14 and 17. It gives us discernment, 1 Corinthians 2, 10 through 16. And 1 John 4, 1 through 6. And Galatians 5, 22 through 23. And bear fruits. It gives gifts, 1 Corinthians 12, 3 to 11. And the Holy Spirit helps the church, meaning not just the building, but us, to be filled. He baptizes us with the Holy Spirit. He appoints us as officers and leaders, ambassadors of Christ. He sent us out as missionaries throughout the world, not only to nations, but to people, meaning nursing home, group homes, school, government, countries. Nations mean people. So when people say, oh, you're going to the nations, it doesn't always mean international. It could be right in your backyard, meaning God can send people in your backyard and you set up a tent. I'm just saying it's people. Nations represent people. Amen. It comforts the church, sanctify the church. Amen. Hallelujah. So we're going to start right there. Because we are, as um, Bible, I want to respect um, the timing. Amen. And we went over a little bit today because... Holy Spirit wanted to download this into you so that as we begin to finish out the book of Ezekiel on Sunday, amen, amen, we're in chapter 20, verse 27, so we're, we're um, Ezekiel 20 and 27, so you get a chance to read the book of Ezekiel, read chapters 1 through 20, that's where we are, um, to get you caught up, evangelist, David. Amen. Get you caught up. So that's where we are. And we'll come back into that. But I just believe that the Holy Spirit wanted to illuminate our minds so that when we come back to the book, he's going to really be speaking to us. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. So that we can really train our ear to hear the spirit of God. Amen. And that's what the Lord is doing. So I'll give you all more insight on the day, um, the time that we're going to start the Saturday training for leaders. Amen. And then the Lord God already showed me. Um, he's going to bring a couple people in to also teach on some things. Amen. So we're going to sit and we're going to set the room up like a, we're going to set the room up with tables so that we can tr have a place to write and be comfortable. Amen. And just let the Spirit of God just download it to us. And so our, our, we can be trained by Holy Spirit because God is already sending you guys out. Hallelujah. So you got to 